0: Welcome to the Real Soul Food Podcast, where I, your host Rick, will tell you how everything on your plate is bad for you, and how you need to be holding your homeboy accountable for all his BS, bro. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Nah. This is the Real Soul Food Podcast, where some topics, they may be harder to swallow than others, but I promise, you won't regret listening. Ah... It's finally here, man. The first official episode of the Real Soul Food Podcast, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Let's jump straight into my first topic, man. I want to address accountability amongst men, black men in particular. I just feel like we're not holding each other accountable for our actions. And it's starting to get out of hand during a time period when gang violence is continuing to rise. Now, I'm not saying that like... Gang violence is at its highest right now. It's always been a problem, but at some point, it has to stop. It has to cease, man. It has to. It has to decrease. It has to be non-existent after a while, bro. So, and then also, um, domestic violence is occurring time and time again. Like I'm at this point, uh, it's like you continue to see NFL players with these domestic violence cases, uh, football players, you know, just athletes in general. And they, and it's, they dealing with domestic violence charges. It's like, bro, why are you, why are you doing that? So, you know, I just feel like nobody's holding each other accountable at this point. It's like, we just letting the media, you know, just, just, just drag our names through the dirt because nobody ever said anything. And then you got children who are still being raised without fathers. So I made this my first topic for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like I was on the phone with my homeboy, and like we always like we always talk talk almost on a daily basis, and you know you know give each other updates on what's going on or just regular conversation, man, laughing, joking or whatever. But it's always a point during the conversation where we we'll tell each other what we got going on, and if I tell him like when I told him that I want to start the podcast. Like he, he, pretty much like oh, yeah, bro. You should definitely do that, man. You definitely got something to say, man. You definitely got a message, and you know, you know, motivated me to you know go out, get the microphone, get the software, get everything. So, in every phone call after that, he was always so. What's up with the podcast, man? When you dropping that? When you dropping that, bro? What you, what you got going? What you got going? And you know, it was always a constant motivation. You know what I'm saying? He always was holding me accountable. And that's not even just with the podcast. That's with anything. He will always hold me accountable with whatever I had going on. Because that's, to me, it's like, that's what that's what friends are for. It's like you confide in somebody. You let them know your dreams and your goals in hopes that they're listening to you. And they can be that constant reminder for you. Because, like, if you have friends who just you know, all y'all do is talk crap and like y'all don't really, y'all don't really feed each other. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't really give each other that boost to keep going. It's kind of like what, like, what are y'all providing to each other? So like I said, man, he always will hold me accountable. And like that, com- and like we had a conversation that led to this particular topic where it's like, man, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let it be known. Like we can't have these same conversations with like guys in the streets because they'll feel like like you too too much in a business or why you doing this or why you doing that and it it'll be kind of crazy because we both have these, these 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 similar perceptions of accountability within our neighborhoods we're from two different cities but it's still the same thing like you, you still you can't constructively criticize another black man without it being a problem you know what I'm saying? If you try to tell them what they can do to boost themselves self up, it's kind of like you get pushback because they ain't trying to hit at it. So that's why this is my first episode. You know what I'm saying? Cause you, The thing that gets me is like, I feel like it starts young, right? So you have kids who will hang around the older guys and you know, they'll see what they're doing. They see they smoking and drinking, blah, blah, blah. And you know they think that that's the cool thing to do. They riding around their big cars. You know, I was a kid, and you know I always see the guys in the big cars, man, big rims or whatever. My pops, you know what I'm saying? He had that. My uncle had that. And you know I think that's the you know that was the life to live. You feel me? I used to think that's really what it was, but in reality, these guys were risking their these guys were risking their lives on a daily basis. So, kind of like I shifted my focus personally. But you have, you have kids out here who, you know, they've they been raised in the hood. You know what I'm saying? They've been raised in the hood, so that's all they know. All they know is the big cause, the jury, you know, smoking, drinking, hanging out, not, not, not leaving the hood, not, you know what I'm saying, elevating yourself, you know what I'm saying, not rising out of those situations. This is all they know. And, you know, for me in my head, it's like, I, I, I look at the older guys and it's like, why won't you tell them, you know what I'm saying? There's a, they shouldn't go down the path that you went down. And, you know, granted, nobody probably ever told that older gentleman that he should have did this, he should have did that. I mean, granted, you know, everybody's always like, everybody's always like, um, you know, stay in school, get your grades up, blah, blah, blah. But take it a step further. Take it a step further and be like, bro, go do your homework and bring it back to me. You may not even know what's on his paper. You may not even know what's on his paper, but you're holding him accountable. That young man, you're holding that young man accountable. You you telling him or asking him, if you wanna hang out over here, you know what I'm saying, if you wanna chill up under us, bro, go do your homework first. You know what I'm saying? Go do your homework, come back, show it to me. All you gotta see is that it's done. You don't gotta know if it's right or wrong. If you know, if you if you know whether it's right or wrong, then perfect. It's a teaching moment. But if you don't, it's completed, bro. You good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's some of the positive things that we can do within our neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Those, those type of bonds that we can make within our neighborhoods. So, I, you know, when it comes down to the kids, bro, if you're older and you see young kids around you, like at least make the effort to tell them to, you know, go on somewhere else or you can remove yourself. That's all I'm saying, because at this point, it's, it's becoming crucial. It's becoming crucial to their development on how it's becoming crucial on how they develop and the type of person that they become as they get older. And you, you got to realize, man, those same kids, they turn into adults. Hopefully, they make it into adulthood because the way things go in the hood nowadays, people just shoot just to shoot and kids get access to guns, and they shoot just to shoot people fight. People dropping people on their heads, man. Like, hopefully they make it into adulthood. And I and I say that, you know what I'm saying? I hope you hear it in my tone. Like, when I say hopefully like that, like it's real. Cause you, the statistics are real. It's real difficult for a black child to make it to 25. I'm from the trenches. I'm from the trenches. I'm from the trenches, I'm from the trenches, but we leave no witnesses. Broad daylight squeezing triggers. I'm bussing with all my niggas. I'm bussin with all my niggas. I'm from the trenches, I'm from the trenches, I'm from the trenches, I'm from the trenches, but we leave no witnesses, broad daylight squeezing triggers. I'm bussing with all my niggas, I'm bussing with all my niggas. Yeah, yeah. red dot red dot Beam on the tip that red dot I'm only pulling triggers these kids are turning to men they're growing up without a vision for better days and brighter futures they don't have that no, nobody's ever presented that to them because this is all they know you know what i'm saying they granted when they was growing up you know what i'm saying you wasn't you you, you kind of get uh you kind of get it's kind of like a curtain in front of you you know that separates you from like your real harsh reality of where you living at and how you growing up And some people maybe not maybe they already facing it maybe they see the domestic violence in the household they see the drugs being used they see the gun violence they have access to guns illegal you know what i'm saying they they may real they may really and truly be seeing this stuff on a daily basis so they don't have a vision of better days and brighter futures all they know is probably football or basketball getting an athletic scholarship going somewhere else so they don't realize that there's more to life Than just playing 2K. Smoking. Drinking. You know what I'm saying? Like. You gotta realize. There's there's more to the world. Than just. Your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And we not. We not providing that vision at this point. And when it comes. Like when it comes to adults. When it comes to your homeboys bro. Don't sit back. And watch them destroy their futures. You know Like. That's why I'm calling this episode, you know what I'm saying? Check your homeboys. Because we got to hold each other accountable. If you and your boys sit around and play 2K all day, somebody within within the household, bro, got to have the mindset of a breadwinner. A breadwinner. And I so said, I read once, bro, if you can run a game, you can run a corporation. And it's real. People may have called you dumb, stupid, <clears throat> whatever, but you have some type of skill. You you may have been discouraged by peers, you know, bro. You ain't, bro, look at your grades, bro. You ain't gonna never make it nowhere, bro. You might well just chill with us, you know what I'm saying? Maybe your family members, somebody talked down on you, maybe even your teachers, bro. Because y'all you know, always hear rappers, they always mention their teachers, but that's in the past, bro. You if you you've graduated or lack thereof, that's in the past now. You're a whole adult, 18 and over. You're a whole adult. You feel me? So instead of waking up and everybody meeting at the stove or at somebody's house from nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Nine in the morning, ten o'clock at night, whatever. You know, playing 2K, smoking weed, behind the scene, whatever. Whatever happens, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever happens, bro. At this point, with the way technology is going and the way that people are like making money just by sitting on their phones or sitting in front of a computer bro you can live stream those same video games if you've never heard of twitch twitch is uh a streaming service or whatever you can go on there and make an account you get a nice webcam sit in front of that webcam you know what i'm saying you just play your game granted easier said than done you go on youtube and figure out how to set it up though come on now so you can live stream those same 2k games that y'all playing you can start a YouTube channel. You go right to Best Buy. Get you a nice old camera. You know what I'm saying? Start a YouTube channel, bro. A podcast like I'm doing right now about what you going through at. You know what I'm saying? What you going through in your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? And I know you know what I'm saying. It take money to make money. You know what I'm saying? It, the same applies to the rest of the world. It's not just... You know, y'all know what I mean. But it take money to make money. You feel me? So, it, obviously... And I see this happens a lot because everybody's a rapper. <laughs> pull, your, pull y'all money together, man. Get you some studio time. Go make some hits. Granted, the, the music industry is a bit watered down. You know what I'm saying? It's a bit overcrowded. But, hey, if you think you got the talent of somebody... I know somebody here where I, in the city that I'm at right now. I didn't know this guy was a rapper my whole entire life. He made one song and it blew up shocked me i was like i didn't even know he rapped i didn't i i had no clue chill dude you know what i'm saying but i i was shocked but obviously that's how that's how the game goes now so and then shit like i said it takes money to make money right so if you friends with the plug bro or if you listening to this and you are the plug whatever start investing your money bro invest it into a small business that you know needs help starting up into a restaurant, into, you know what I'm saying, clothing line, merchandise, whatever, designer, whoever. You know what I'm saying? You see a struggling business, bro. You know what I'm saying? A, a business that you see a future in and that you feel like you can benefit from because obviously people will actually need the service, bro. Go into a contractual agreement with that person, bro. Somebody you trust, obviously, because you all going to be business partners you feel me you become partners bro you invest your money your capital and then they use it for their business venture and on the receiving end you get back what you put in and more it's either you're gonna get back what you put in or if it if it booms the way it's supposed to boom you get back more now like i said bro i'm not a financial expert bro nothing is perfect but it's better than risking your freedom on a daily basis and then also, me not being a financial expert, bro, like, this is these are all things you can reach out to somebody who, who is financially literate in this particular area of investing, bro, and they will point you in the right direction. It's just you have to network, you have to reach out to people. And that's one thing about it, it's like, we have to get out of our comfort zone of just who's around us, because everybody around you at that moment in time may not have the knowledge, that you need so you need to reach out to somebody else you know what i'm saying at this point a lot of people are going to college a lot of people taking these college classes getting their bachelor's people going off to get their master's people going off to get their doctorate so if you know somebody who knows somebody bro reach out to them so they can reach out to that person they can get back to you you know what i'm saying it's 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 a lot it's a, a lot of it comes down to just networking and just reaching out to somebody and speaking with them and seeing what type of information they can give you, what type of services they can provide for you. So yeah, if you the plug, bro, start investing that money. Um just get into a business mindset and get out of just that that drug dealer mindset, bro, that nickel, dime, bass, whatever, bro. Like get out of that. It's bigger, it's bigger money for you to make you know what i'm saying and granted may not be as fast but it's 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 better like i said it's better than risking your freedom on a daily basis don't keep destroying our hoods when you can build it up by just by just holding each other Red die, beam on the tip that red die. I'm only pulling triggers on the headshot. them squad at the feds out. They ain't heard about me, what they say now. Once I'm gonna see the nigga man down, they gonna want the news in the man's out. You gonna know I'm here once I let out. One shot just ain't enough. The hollow tip leave you angel dust. Dangerous, what they label us with this war So boom, holding each other accountable when it comes to money, when it comes to interpersonal relationships with your homeboys, man. Now I want to focus more on uh domestic violence, right? Like I mentioned it early in the episode. So my question is like, why is domestic violence glorified? Like where did where did that come from where well, it was just it was just okay to beat up women, to put your hands on women, to put your hands on children. Like I seen a video, bro. It was a video of a girl, she was pranking her boyfriend, right? And in the video, you know, she telling him, you know, she want to move on or whatever she was saying or whatever. And his reaction, you know, obviously he was sitting there shocked, and he reacted by hitting her. Like he hit her in the face, and now like he just kept hitting her. And I'm sitting there like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, when you see those videos, that pop up on Twitter or something. Yeah, you see them videos. You know, yes, you see all the little stuff on the bottom, you know, they have all these social medias on the bottom, so you know it's some, it's from YouTube, right? And I'm thinking, like, he finna have, like, a funny reaction or something like that, but bro, when he went to hitting, I'm like, whoa, whoa how, how, how is that your reaction? Like, how is that your first reaction? Where did that come from? That's, and I was, you know, obviously, I was shocked, bro, and then you listen to the music, bro, and it's like it gets sensationalized to beat on women. And I'm just, you know, everybody just singing it and you know, everybody vibing out and doing this and doing this. I'm just like, bro, like when did, it, when did it become okay to really sit around and and just and just beat on women? You know what I'm saying? This particular topic though, when it comes to domestic violence, bro, I want, I want to host a round table talk, right? Roundtable discussion between men and women. And I want to get their opinions on this because obviously, you know, I can't speak for women. You know what I'm saying? I can't speak for every male that walks through the streets. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, it's like, I know obviously when, when men and women talk about one particular topic, it's always two sides of the spectrum. And it never meets in the middle. And I know for me personally, I always had a mindset of meeting in the middle. Like I... You know, I, if it, if I can debate with anybody and by the end of that debate, I don't want it to be like, we, we still on two separate sides. Like, I want you to understand where I'm coming from because I'm, I'm going to try to understand where you coming from. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I want to, I want to host it and shit. If you want to be a part of it, you know, just, just hit, just hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Hit me up. Let me know. But. I definitely want to host this roundtable discussion because this is obviously it's a serious topic. But in the meantime, bro, if if you are if you find yourself in a situation where you see domestic violence occurring or it has occurred and it's about to occur, just please intervene, man, especially if it's if it's a friend of yours. When it comes down to strangers, it gets a little, it gets a little shaky. Depends on the type of person you are. But if it's somebody, if it's your family, if it's a friend of yours, bro, please intervene. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're cool with her or not, you know right from wrong, bro. Stop being bystanders to domestic violence. And you know, even when it comes down to this domestic violence topic, bro, I always ask this question, bro. Would you stand around if someone put hands on any of your female family members. You know, obviously, the answer's always gonna be no, because that's your family. But if you're witnessing a victim of domestic violence, you don't intervene, to me, bro, you're a cow. Cut and dry. I'm sorry, bro, you're a cow. If you sitting there and you just letting it happen, you just being a bystander, you got your phone out, whatever, whatever, bro, you're a cow. We gotta stand up at this point. You, if you, I'm not saying beat up somebody. You know what I'm saying, but you can step in front of her so you don't have to witness it happening. What happens when they out of your presence, bro? You can, you're not Superman. But at that moment in time, bro, please intervene. Because at this point, like I said, it's getting out of hand, bro. And I feel like I gotta call you. I gotta call people a coward. Because, I, you know, I got to put it that way because you can't take a light approach to something as serious as this. This is a very serious topic and it's reoccurring all the time. So me taking a light approach, me trying to give out some tips and not enough, bro, intervene. I don't care who you are, who you think you are, bro. If that's your family member or that's your friend and you see it's about to happen, bro, intervene. Say something, do something. Cause at this point, if you just letting it happen, bro. Come on, man. What, what you gonna? Obviously, you will do. You will do something. If it's, you know, what I'm saying, if it's, if it's your girl, if it's your family member, whatever, whatever. So that's what I'm saying. If it's a friend or family, bro. Stop. Stop it. Intervene. So yeah, that's it man, it's entirely too sensationalized at this point, bro. Hear it in the music, see it on videos, man. Our women, black women, brown women, they feel unprotected, bro. And we've we supposed to be their protectors. You know what I'm saying? We supposed to protect our women, but we've become like enemy number one. Nah, I wanna circle back to the kids, man. I mentioned the kids early. on uh, those same kids that want to hang around the older guys. And mimic what they see, man. A lot of times those kids are fatherless, right? They don't have an overseer. They don't have that father figure teaching them right from wrong. They're not receiving that guidance due to their mother being a single mother and their father not being in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the single mothers, bro, who are who who doing their thing, bro. Like everybody realizes it, you know what I'm saying? Everybody respects single mothers, bro. But it's like I feel like that's one of the things that have become very normalized is that women raising children on their own and they having to do that backbreaking work for their kids. And you know, they never gonna turn their back on their kids, but men just seem to continue to turn their back on their kids. And that has to cease, that has to stop. Focusing on the back half of what I just said though, their father not being in the picture. So, when it comes to bearing children, man, men have, men have stories, right? Women have stories. It's not a secret how it goes down or whatever. But when a kid comes into this world and your homeboy telling you that he's not going to take care of his seed, do we even, like, is it even a question? Like, why? Like, bro, why are you not going to take care of the baby, bro? Like, you was just dealing with chick. You feel me? Or, or we just deeming that it it's just none of our business. I personally feel like it's the second. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's, man, this shit. Damn, I don't got nothing to do with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? That don't got nothing to do with me. Do what you do. Come on, man. You feel me? And that's why I say I need to host that roundtable talk because, bro, I don't have these answers, bro. I don't have children. None of my close homeboys have children. It has scales. You feel me? And even when that happened personal, even when that happened, for me, I was that guy like, bro, you got to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was doing whatever y'all was doing, bro. And however you feel about her, it doesn't matter. It's about the kid. You feel me? Get a DNA test, do what you gotta do. But if that kid is yours, take care of your seed. But that's just the type of guy that I am. Like I, I'm tired of seeing kids growing up without their dads, bro. Like you, me haven't who had a father in my life my whole life, bro, it's necessary not taking anything from women not taking anything from mothers because obviously a boy needs needs that feminine he needs that feminine love from his mother you know what i'm saying but he needs that masculine from his father also and same same thing goes for the daughter bro so like i said bro i don't i don't have these answers you know what i'm saying i don't i can't speak for everybody and that's why i won't to have different voices on my show you know what i'm saying taking a seat at the table bro because we need these conversations we need to have we need to talk amongst one another about why this is reoccurring and what we can do different because like i said bro like we we can know what the problem is all day but until we start providing solutions and really start you know i'm saying applying those solutions to our life that's when we're gonna see change So, like I said, man, none of my close homeboys have children. You know, typically, real talk, like, a lot of my... It's kind of funny. But, like, a lot of my homeboys, like, they be, like, dog parents and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I I ain't finna finna jump down and throw by no dog, bro. Like, I'm allergic to dogs. (laughs) But, yeah, man, Uh, what's your reason why? Why don't we question a man's decision to not be a father? You know what I'm saying? DNA tests, like I mentioned, they determine if you're the parent of a child. So if that baby is yours, bro, take care of it. It's your seed. Literally, it's your seed. You know what I'm saying? Stop letting children grow up without fathers due to bitterness from either person. Y'all got to put that shit. Put put that to the side, bro. Whether you hate him or you hate her, bro, it does not matter. Put it to the side, bro. There's a whole seed that y'all bear together. That needs both sides. You know what I'm saying? Make all decisions for the child. You know what I'm saying? It's a for me personally. I could I look at it like this. It's about building a strong family dynamic. That's what that's what I want to see. It's that strong family dynamic that used to be in the household? You have mother, father. That that nuclear family dynamic. You feel me? And I feel like that's something. That we lack in disadvantaged communities, in black and brown communities, it's like you would typically see the mother raising the kids, or you would just see the father raising the kids. You feel me? And, and it's a Bible. It's a Bible verse that I I read. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I read it when I was just I was just online, bro. Probably on social media or something. When I read it, it kind of it went hand in hand with this particular topic. The Bible verse is bear with one bear with one another and if one has a complaint against another forgive each other as the lord has forgiven you so you also must forgive i feel like that applies when i say put the bitterness to the side you know what i'm saying bear with one bear with one another and if one has a complaint against another if you complaining about him and he complaining about you like Put it to the side, bro. It has nothing to do with this particular child. This child, this child was made out of whether it was lust or love. Y'all made it together. You feel me? So forgive each other for the child. This is my interpretation of it. Hey, I'm you know what I'm saying. I'm not no preacher, but hey, this is my interpretation of it. So it applies to this particular topic. Forgive each other, man. That's the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. If you're not religious, hey, I can't do nothing for you. But yeah, like I said, man, hold each other accountable, bro. Break the cycle, dog. So uh I plan on doing this every episode where uh I'll cut the music because I really I like I really want you to hear what I have to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to call it no specific name. Like, I just cut the music off and, you know, I just, you know what I'm saying? it's I just want to talk. You feel me? So, the violence that that is occurring in black and brown communities, bro, is getting out of hand. And it's not just, you know, quote-unquote gang members, you know what I'm saying? They falling victim to shootouts and drive-bys, whatever, bro. Innocent bystanders are victims too. You feel me? The kids that get shot, you know what i'm saying the older people that get shot whoever adults young adults whoever bro people people getting killed in crossfire and they have nothing to do with y'all little beef you feel me and this stuff this is the thing this is the thing that gets me these shootouts these drive-bys or whatever bro this stuff is stemming from minor confrontations minor confrontation you stepped on the shoe you brushed up against them too hard like uh he said she said you feel me? And this is stuff that can be mediated with just a simple conversation. Or, or, hear me out now. Hear me out. Or, bro, put on a box and gloves. You feel me? If y'all really got a problem with each other that much, bro, it, it don't take putting, put you know what I'm saying, grabbing guns, bro. Put on the box and gloves box, bro. If you can't fight, hey, it'll show. <laughs> it's going to show. But, bro, it's, not, it's no reason for the death rates to be so high. You feel me? We losing in these little confrontations, bro, you losing two lives. I you heard a hundred times, bro. Using one to the graveyard, using one to a jail cell. And if you get disgruntled, you know what I'm saying, you get disgruntled with people who bring up this violence topic, bro. It's not that deep, blah, blah, blah. Bro, you're the reason why I made accountability my first, my very first episode. Because that's the lack of accountability that I'm referring to. Well, we just letting stuff like that just slide, bro. Like, it is what it is. It's just a way of life. It's not. It's not a way of life. And I, I refuse to let this topic fall on deaf ears. You know what I'm saying? We got our bodies dropping at alarming rates. And it's being disguised, like I said, as a way of life. And death, death in itself is a normal part of the life cycle. So, when it's your time, obviously it's your time to go. But you have individuals in this world get on drugs, you know what I'm saying? And they got these ill intentions to make someone meet their maker earlier than they should due to envy, due to hate. You know what I'm saying? A minor, a minor misunderstanding. You know what I'm saying? You said this, he said this, she said this, or you did this, or whatever, bro. Minor misunderstanding that can be mediated through a conversation. So, with that being said, bro, stop your homeboy from killing that man. Intervene, with those inter- intervene in between those physical altercations, bro? Stop people from doing drive-bys, bro? Stop people from shooting into crowds, bro? Because it's not worth losing someone you consider close to you to a justice system that profits off of sentencing black people to outlandish time in prison. And I say profit, and I don't say it lightly, because it's real. You know what I'm saying? The private pr- prison industry complex it's real you know what i'm saying you know and you see it all the time bro you get on social media bro you see you know what i'm saying they do the comparisons white person get convicted to like probation and black person commit the same crime they get in 12 15 years but these prisons these private prisons they profit off of that they profit off of the numbers or if you don't believe me Google, Google the 13th amendment. It's, it's in the constitution, you Google the 13th amendment and you will see once you go to prison, bro, it's like you, you put it, they put you back in chains and shackles. You basically a slave again because you're in prison because you in jail, you know what I'm saying? Bro? And then also, bro, these damn murder rates, that shit. That shit is not a badge of honor, bro. Having the highest murder rate or whatever, bro, that shit is not a badge of honor, bro. It's an all-expense paid trip to a penitentiary. So I want to thank y'all, man, for taking a seat at the table, man. I hope you enjoyed that Real Soul Food. Please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Reach out on the Anchor app, man, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and IG at Real Soul Food, P-O-D. That is Real Soul Food Pod. Peace.